Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. Uh, we've been on a bit of a hiatus, but we're here. We're back. Schedules are uh, not working with us but we're here we're back uh i'm ready to go how about you neil fired up uh we've i don't know if we've ever done a sunday show before that's actually you know what that's actually true this might be the inaugural we've never done time sunday only before. sunday show because sundays are you know so sacred um are they, <laughs> they are they are sacred especially like the whole year round or in football season football season i was gonna on, say like honest, like football season there's a reason we, we're doing it at 11 o'clock in the morning and not it's <laughs> hilarious yeah time. and not 1 p.m because it's sacred for that reason and and i'm happy doing this before because we have a lot of football to talk today we do have a lot of football to talk we have a lot of football to watch today too mm-hmm. which i'm very excited about uh but let's uh what should we should we jump into some uh Let's go. I got something on my mind I want to talk about. Oh, you have something specifically on your mind? Yeah, I've got a loser specifically to talk about. You want to do some loser of the week? Well, I was trying to I was trying to uh, delay it while I'm looking for the drop here, but I, I have it now. Loser. <laughs> I was trying to divert nice. the conversation as I was looking for the drop, but I found it. Uh, my computer was not cooperating with me, but I found it. We're here. We're good to go. Play it one more time. Run it back. All right. Let's let's do it. Loser. Okay, we're oh, ready for technical we're ready. difficulties we're ready. today. We're ready for losers we're of the week. Off. Start us off, Neil. Uh, my loser of the week um, is... Well, I have a few losers. Uh, there's okay. a few medical teams in the NFL that I um, have some beef with. Uh, first, medical teams. Medical teams. Okay. First, it is the medical team um, or the training team of the San Francisco 49ers um, who seemingly cannot keep a single member of their staff healthy. And Trey Lance, unfortunately, went down last week. That was a difficult injury. I wanted to start off the show so it can kind of upset you a little bit with that. Yeah, no, I see what you're doing here. Cut deep a little. But no, like you look at reason, like year after year, that team stockpiles running backs. Um, This year they they went out of their way to keep Jimmy Garoppolo in the room because they know something we don't, or maybe we are starting to know. They don't have any trust in their their training staff and medical team because no one can stay healthy. So Elijah Mitchell went down this year. Trey Lance has gone down this year. In the past, you've seen multiple injuries go to um, Raheem Mostert. All of their running backs year after year. You're, if you're in fantasy, you want to stockpile backups on that team because, yeah, they do have a good running scheme and good running game there for fantasy, but they can never stay healthy. Right. So um, my loser of the week is that medical team and still talking about medical teams. I'm very nervous about what's about to happen today uh, to one of the game's most premier quarterbacks in the game, Justin Herbert, because another medical team, the L.A. Chargers, they have not been trusted uh, very, very highly in the past. No, that they're administering well, a little backstory. If you're not aware of what's happening with Justin Herbert. He has really, really painfully, I don't know if it's broken ribs it's or broken crack, ribs. it's broken it's ribs. Broken. 
um, that you can't really do anything to to heal or anything. You can't put a cast on it. Have you ever had a broken rib before? Um, no. It's it's. I, I can't imagine. Because yeah, you can't you can't obviously you can't cast up your body. You can't do anything, right? You just have, you need to to deal with the you, pain. you need to, to tolerate rest. the pain. Yeah. So yeah. Justin Herbert needs a pain killing injection in his ribs today. He's doing an ultrasound guided injection that allows the team's medical staff to administer the pain killing um, injection. The last time that staff did it to their quarterback, do you remember who it was? Tyrod Taylor. It was Tyrod Taylor, the backup of the New York Giants currently. Um, and it ended up puncturing a lung for Tyrod Taylor, who started out that season amazing. Like he, he was playing at the highest level he's ever played. I mean, it's Tyrod Taylor. You don't really say much when you when you say that, but like he was playing, he was having a career year for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. This happens. He gets the injection, punctures his punctures lung. his lung, ends his his season that year, mm-hmm. and then obviously Justin Herbert stepped in and, and the became Justin Herbert. Yeah. Um, but what the reason I'm bringing this up is Justin Herbert is now facing a scenario where he needs that injection and. They're taking every single precaution necessary for such a, uh, I don't want to say minor, but like it, it should be a routine injection. It should be. You yeah. could see that he was in a lot of pain yeah. last week specifically. Um, every time he was throwing the ball, even to just dump it off or to get it out of bounds, he mm-hmm. was, he was in pain. Sorry, excuse me, in pain. Um, even when he was shaking hands after the game, like every time he shook someone's hands, he was in pain. So it's it's going to be interesting um, how he deals with that pain and how he deals with the the injection. Yeah. Well, just not, um, you know, charger stuff. Just don't puncture along because well, not to like not to leave this out, but Tyra Taylor is actually suing the medical care person who, as he should, gave him that injection. And if in fact uh, the char- this time around the Chargers are take their medical team's taking more <clears throat> care with Justin Herbert's injection than they did with Tyra Taylor's. That's certainly something that, you know, Tyrod Taylor and his attorneys are going to need to know and use to their benefit because why didn't he get that care? You know what I mean? That's yeah. kind of, I don't know. It's all going to be very interesting, but my loser is medical teams. Just do better. Just medical teams. Yeah. Just loser medical teams, you know? Yeah, I yeah, know. That's fair. 100%. Uh, my loser of the week and possibly the year. Oh. Um, oh. Is anyone that's doubting or throwing out Canada from the World Cup? Okay. Canada just, I, I mean, I know it's a friendly, I know it's Qatar, but um, Canada just beat Qatar 2 0 mm-hmm. in a game this past week. Canada's got a really good team. They've, they've got some promise going into this World Cup. And people are already like we saw the the group stage um, announcement, um, the draw. We saw the group stage draw, and it was oh, Canada's not making it past the group stage. Why? Why can't they? Like they they've got a good young team, and I think they could. If you look back to like a couple World Cups ago, when Costa Rica, a, a team that has players that have full time jobs. Like, they're going out there and they're uh, making it past the group stage. They're going into the knockout stage. Like, they surprised everyone. And I think Canada uh, could be that team that surprises a lot of people at this World Cup. Now, I'm not saying they're going to go ahead and make it to the final and win the whole thing. But they've got they've got promise to, uh, to make a run here. You know, what's even more disrespectful is a worldwide company like Nike 
has even refused, has even started to count out Canada to the point where they are the only nation that they have given a new kit for the, the World Cup. Did you hear about this? No, I didn't. So Jonathan David, the striker for Team Canada, when he scored the oh, goal. Oh, that's why he did that. Covered up the Nike logo covered up on, the his, Nike on logo. his chest in what looks like a protest towards Nike. Um, it, of course. Of because course. they're obviously I've fans. i more of an Adidas guy myself. Fans of the team are obviously upset. And Jonathan, Ta- Jonathan David, pardon me. Jonathan he's obviously Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> he's pissed about it too, I'm you know sure. You don't mean names, I'm man. Sure, yeah. <laughs> he's, oh, he's rattled. Uh, Jonathan David, apparently, is not too... <laughs> happy about the decision by nike to not introduce new kits i actually i did not know this they didn't give canada a new kit so there's 13 nations in the world cup that nike backs and and supplies kits for Mm -hmm. 12 out of the 13 they've gone ahead with canada is the only one that nike rejected why no one has an answer i guess they didn't give a statement or anything they've gone with the classic kit that they've had throughout but again like it takes, I, I did a little bit of research on this. Um, apparently, it takes about 18 months to develop new kits. 18 months. A year and a half. A new kit that looks exactly like the old kit. So, at this stage, it's, you know, that's again a testament of what you just said. Nike themselves didn't even, if it does in fact take 18 months, they didn't even think Canada was going to make it in. When I saw that Jonathan David put his hand over the Nike symbol, mm-hmm. I thought that was a protest of like the, the Nike sweatshops or, or the, you know, the child labor. Yeah. Um, which I mean, it, it's could still very much be. Um, but I think we've, we've really clarified for our, for our listeners here and for me, every team should get a new kit for the world cup. Yeah. You know, and, did you see some of the new kits though that they dropped? Like they look exactly the same as well. Exactly. Like they just they moved yeah. uh, something on the like they changed uh, a, a tone of green on the shoulder pad. Yeah, but they do that with every jersey in every sport ever. Right? Yeah, that's like that's fair. how they sell jerseys, right? And like, oh, do they you just know? come out like, with look at the option. United jerseys every year. Yeah, right. Fair. The United kits, like it's a new sponsor every year. Go get this jersey. It's yeah. it's a new jersey. Sell this shirt. When it looks exactly the same as last season. You're going to go drop $300 on this shirt that says Qatar on it. Fair. Yeah. Neil, tell me how you really feel. Uh, So those are our losers of the week. Uh, We're going to move into overreactions in the NFL season so far. We are two weeks in. Going into week three right now, we're, I mean, we're kind of in week three. Thursday did happen. Thursday night football did happen, um, despite the horrible game that was. Mm-hmm. Um, so overreactions, do you want to start us off with, uh, an overreaction here, Neil? Yeah. My first overreaction is, um, the Bengals, the former, uh, Super Bowl contenders, Bengals. Super Bowl attendees, attendees. <laughs> they were there. They were there. They showed they up. Yeah. They almost won the Super Bowl. Um, but they have had a slow start out of the gate here through two weeks um more notably is joe burrow's not looking like joe burrow like mm-hmm. we've seen um he i know he had some surgery in the off season uh he had a hernia and he didn't really play a lot in the um uh, in the preseason so i'm not worried about joe burrow 
I'm not worried about Jamar Chase. I'm not worried about Joe Mixon. I'm not worried about T. Higgins, even though he had a concussion two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He did play last year, last week and had the game-tying touchdown against Dallas. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about anything going on with this team whatsoever. The defense is going to be good. The only slight concern I have is the offensive line on that team because Joe Burrow, to Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is he's he's a little vulnerable there. He's he's getting a lot of pressure every single drop back. That's my only concern. But this is a team over the off season that went from surprising everyone in their playoff run to knowing, hey, we have some concerns. They went into the off season. They, they spent a lot of money on yeah. their offensive line. So again, I don't really know if we've had enough of a sample size to see what this Bengals team can do. I think they're in a good spot this week to to really blow up and show everyone, hey, this this is what the Bengals team is like. So I think they're my first team that I want to talk about or my first scenario or player is the Bengals. I know they're 0-2 right now. I still think, even though I'm a Steelers fan, I still think that this Bengals team is going to be all right. Do you think they're going to win the division? I don't want to go there. No. I don't want them to win the division, but Fair. I also don't want the Ravens to win the division. Yeah, I think there's definitely some people out there that are yeah. that are counting out the Bengals. Um, they, they definitely have the Super Bowl hangover, and that's what we're seeing here. Um, the next overreaction so far in the season... <laughs> Um, I mean, I've, I've definitely Super Bowl favorites. Super Bowl favorites, the New York Giants. <laughs> um, they're I've, I'm definitely on board with the the overreactors here, but um, the Giants are two and zero to start the season. Um, I don't want to go so far as to say they look good. They looked okay. They they game managed well. Brian Dable, um, the former uh, Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, is now our new head coach. Um. We are we are favorites going into Monday Night Football against the Dallas Cowboys, um, so that's good. That hasn't happened in a while that we're favorites for a game. Um, but um, yeah, they they look okay. But people are people are saying you know they're going to go ahead and win the division. I don't think Daniel Jones is the answer. There's um, there's some Giants fans out there that are that are riding high on Daniel Jones. Um, but if you if you watch a full game like. I, I dare any of you to watch a full game of the New York Giants and then go ahead and... That's painful. It's it's painful, it's and painful. as is. Just, yeah. But um, to watch a full game and say that Daniel Jones is a star quarterback. He's just not. Let me ask you something. Sure. Are the Giants doing... Are they shooting themselves in the foot by winning games this year? See, that's the... the, the um, the conflict, the with, inner conflict I have. With the state that this franchise is in right now, is winning games really the thing to do? I know we're not going to condone going out, go out and just flat out fucking like lay over for mm-hmm. teams. Yeah, they're a competitive team, but should they put in Tyrod Taylor and like see what they, they have in, in that? Because Daniel Jones is not the answer. We know you're going to go into the draft next year and draft a quarterback or trade for a quarterback like Carson Wentz because he plays for a new team every year. Mm-hmm. Um, we know. We know that's what's going to happen. Should they not move on from Daniel Jones sooner rather than later, or do you think that this is his year no matter what happens? Uh, so my thoughts on this are that Daniel Jones has had um, 
a different coach, a different offensive coordinator every single year he's been in the league. This yeah. is his fifth year in the league. Um, he's had a different coach every single time. And this is the first coach where it's just like, oh, you have a competent person at the helm here of this team. Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Um, so, no, I don't think they should. I don't think we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Um, I think they're, it's not just Arch Manning that's going to be available in the in the draft next season. If by week six, week seven, Daniel Jones just isn't making it happen, sure, we can put in Tyrod Taylor and then see what happens see how Tyrod Taylor starts uh, starts performing. Um, but at the moment, no. I, th- I think Daniel Jones, um, this is his last opportunity. He's got one shot, one opportunity. This is everything you ever wanted. One moment, you know? Um, so I think this is his, like we didn't um, give him the, so I guess this is his fourth year in the NFL. We didn't give him the fifth year option on his contract. So basically said, this is it. Go out and prove that you are, worthy of being a starting quarterback and i feel like that's um that's his goal this year is to not uh, slink into irrelevance um so we'll speaking see. of slink into irrelevance um i don't even know if slink is a word to be honest there is I just, I just went ahead and said it a lot of chat about the swan song the last ride for tom brady this year is this part of the overreaction? 45 years old. This is part of the re- overreaction because the Bucks are 2-0. Um, they are. are it's the, a gross like, 2-0, though. It's a gross 2-0. Yeah. Gross 2-0. And I don't think that things are going to get any better before they get worse for this team. And I am if they were in any other division than what they're in, I think they would be in a lot more trouble. Um I don't think Tom Brady is going to have a good year this year. It's already not started off. After the well, he—I mean—he has no offensive line. He's being pressured. He's getting sacked more times than not. He's forty-five. His bones have to be dust. He's starting fights on the field. He's he's breaking tablets left and right. The guy is that man has something against Samsung Galaxy tablets, Microsoft tablets, the services. (laughs) He's uh, he's broken a lot of them. He smashed two on the game uh, against the Saints last week. Um, but my overreaction is maybe he I, just doesn't understand technology. Maybe that's teams what it is. teams are just looking at the record and saying the Bucks are good, the Bucks are are Super Bowl favorites. But how can they be with no wide receivers? Any team that calls up Cole Beasley is a team that is in trouble. Russell Gage, mm-hmm. they just signed Cole Beasley, like you just mentioned. They have no well. Leonard Fournette is like literally all they have right now. It's their only option. If Mike, you have Leonard Fournette this this week in your Mike Evans team. is out this week. Chris Godwin is injured. Julio Jones is being put together by band aids. Mm-hmm. Julio Jones is Julio Jones. Julio Jones gets injured when it's windy out. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's, I mean, truth be told, Cause Julio injury. Jones <laughs> slight wind. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. They, I mean, they they stockpiled weapons for this guy, and it, and now he has no weapons. He has no offensive line. He's 45 years old. He is visibly frustrated. He's going to be using a cane at some point this season. <laughs> He's going to be stumbling out of the pocket with a cane in his hand, <laughs> throwing with his right. Yeah. Um, my overreaction is I don't think that this team is super bowl um ready i don't think that they're going to be in the conversation about the super bowl even halfway through the season so um 
I think um, you know you lose uh, Bruce Arians. Um, he's still he's still there. He was on the field. He's still there. He's not a, the head coach, no. but he's still in the. He's still part of the organization. He still has a say. Bruce um, Arians is the one that actually told Mike Evans to go get in there and help Tom. Did he? Yeah. Oh well. There is there is the if you haven't seen it the clip of Mike Evans on the sideline um, saying. That's Tom Brady. What the fuck am I supposed to do? So funny. Like, I mean, I'm using fair. Tom using that as an excuse for what yeah. he did. I mean, him and Mar or Marshawn Lattimore have always had issues in oh, the past. Yeah. So, um, but no, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, thinking that the, I I you know what I think the Bucks will figure it out by the end of the season. I mm -hmm. think I think they will. I think any team that has Tom Brady, you're gonna figure it out. Tom Brady's gonna figure it out. You just gotta fix that offensive line, and Tom Brady will do the rest. Oh, for sure. If you give Tom Brady time in the pocket, he will figure it out. You just have to figure out how to do that. Uh, another team that we're looking at and overreacting, or maybe not overreacting, is the Denver Broncos. Another team that had everyone saying, hey, this team's built for the Super Bowl. And then they go out in the first week and lose to the Seahawks. And they look miserable on the field. They look awful. Like, Russell Wilson looks predictable he looks he's not running he's not russell wilson has been known uh to be great because of his two-way game he's he's mobile he has an arm he has a cannon and he has his accuracy and we're not seeing any of that this year yeah are you worried about this team no i'm not worried um i think any team that has a, such a major switch um as in a quarterback, um, it's going to take them some, it's going to, there's going to be some, some growing pains, some learning curves. Mm -hmm. um, usually it doesn't take this long, but I think um, it's Russell Wilson. He's a uh, first ballot hall of famer. Like they're going to figure it out. Um, so that's why we have this in the overreaction um, part of the episode. Um, I, I still think the Broncos are going to make the playoffs. Based on what? Like what? Like you think they're just going to turn based around? Based on pure talent. Just based yeah. on like knowing who's on the team. Yeah. Like you've got Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon as your running back core. You've yeah. got um, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, um, not Tim Patrick because he's out for the season, but Russell Wilson at the home. Like you're going to be fine. They just uh, they just handed Russell Wilson such a large contract too. And I, I don't know if he still has it. That's my one concern with this team is I, I'm skeptical that they can turn it around be based off of his performance, but he's got to, he's got to use his legs. Like he has zero rushing yards through two weeks. Fair. Right. I mean, I mean, he's never had the running back talent that he does right now. You know what I mean? I mean, no, that's, that's yeah. not fair. He played with Marshawn Lynch. Um, but, um, yeah, come on. Forgot about that part. <laughs> But uh, no, he's he, okay. So he hasn't had running back he's talent smoked. in a while, in a while since Marshawn Lynch. He hasn't really had. Come on, you're selling Rashad Penny short here. Come on. I'm well aware of what I'm Chris doing. Carson. Where are you, Chris I'm Carson? I'm well aware of the, the retired Chris Carson. <laughs> I'm well aware. That man ran angry always. 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 He was upset yeah. <laughs> with where he was. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think the Broncos will figure it out. Um, another overreaction that we have here is uh, the Indianapolis Colts. My God. 0-2. Another team that was expected to do well this year and make it to the playoffs and do well in the playoffs. Now, if you think about it, why did we think they were going to do well? Because of Matt Ryan? 
because putting Matt Ryan at the quarterback position, we think a team is going to do well. Did we not see what like Matt Ryan's been mediocre for the past like three to four years? He's consistently though, like he's been consistent. Like he's been, he hasn't really, he hasn't been prolific, but he's been consistent. And every year he's been, you know, in the talks of like a top ten quarterback, top ten quarterback, top ten quarterback, top ten quarterback. But again, like with all these like aging quarterbacks, we're starting to see a little bit of a drop off, right? He's with very Brady, with Rodgers, with Russell Wilson, we're starting to see that little bit of that bit of drop off, right? You saw it happen with Big Ben. You saw it happen with Philip Rivers the year before, right? Like it was. You're starting to see like these aging quarterbacks. They're not going to have their star uh, attributes their entire career. It's sure. just not going to happen, right? So perhaps that's what's happening this year. To Matt Ryan, and my my one problem with the Colts, they can't get Jonathan Taylor going. That's like he's that's he the key struggling. to your offense. That's the key to your offense right there is getting Jonathan Taylor going. And if he's not going, then you're not going to have any passing game because you're just going to lock. You're going to zone in on Jonathan Taylor, stop the run. Then you can sit back and expect to throw mm-hmm. when the other team's down big, or when your team's down big. But I just want to paint a picture here. Paint that picture. Bob Ross it up. Let's go. For their quarterbacks. Okay. Because this... Bob Ross it up. Bob Ross it up. <laughs> we need a Bob Ross segment. We on obviously this. know about Peyton Manning in the early 2000s, his run. Um, Andrew Luck came onto the scene in 2012. I'm still Andrew Luck about Andrew Luck retiring. I mean, good for him. Retired in 2016. Mm-hmm. 2017, they had Jacoby Brissett as mm-hmm. a starter. Um, because Andrew Luck was out. Sorry, Andrew Luck retired in 2018. Can I just can I just pause for a second? Yeah. And talk about a time I met Jacoby Brissett. Did I ever tell you this? I'd love to hear this. He story. was doing an autograph signing in the Lids in the Eden Center. And well, I my When was it. this? <clears throat> this was when he was uh I forget where he was. Maybe Miami. But he was uh he had just finished um stepping in for an injured quarterback on the season. And so he was a pretty big name at the time. I mean, not super big, but he was in the <laughs> lids. And you know you know how big that store is. It's a yeah. very small store. It's probably half the size of my apartment. Yeah. And he was in that lids signing autographs. There was not a long line. <laughs> but he was there, and I went and I met him, which is pretty cool. But you knew he was there. Like, you researched this. I didn't and... know. I didn't know he was going to be there. I was walking by, and I saw a sign that said Jacoby Brissett. You were on Reddit, like, deep in Reddit. <laughs> um, you were trying to locate his his whereabouts. I, you I, were looking forward to this. Jacoby Brissett stand there You is. were looking forward to this day for a very long time. Oh, my gosh. I was, I was like a kid in a candy store. Did you get an autograph? I didn't get an autograph, no. So you just went and said, hey, I'm Josh Sanger. I literally, I did not wait in the line. I walked in, um, saw that he was there, um, met him, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, walked out. What did you say to him? I don't even remember. Do I better. Said, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I, you know what? I think I said I picked you up in my fantasy league. I said something stupid like that. Nice. As, as most kids do. Anyways, continue. That was my little answer. So. Jacoby Brissett took over in 2019, 2020 Philip Rivers, 2021 Carson Wentz, 2022 Matt Ryan. So they've had five different quarterbacks in the last five years. They've they had a big season last year um, with Carson Wentz. They obviously needed an upgrade with their quarterback. 
they thought they went out and did that with Matt Ryan. I don't know what's wrong with this team. So I think the overreaction here is valid. I think this is a team that's going to struggle all year long and shouldn't be in the conversation as a team that will make the playoffs this year. I don't no, think it's don't possible think so for them. Michael I, Pittman looks good. <clears throat> Pittman looks good. Pity City. Yeah. Um, you just need to cover two people on this team, though. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. You did uh, pick up Paris Campbell last week. How did that work out for you? Why you got to Why you got to go there? <laughs> Paris Campbell, the I think he's the second wide receiver on that team, right? He should have been the R the WR one, the wide receiver one last last week. But and that's fair. Like when I saw you picked him up, I was like, yeah, no, that's because Pittman was out, right? Yeah. And so Paris you know how many targets he got. Two. You know how many catches he had? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Paris Campbell should have been the wide receiver one for, for last week. Because Never again. Because was out. Nice. And he got you zero fantasy points, and you lost the week. So, um, Fucking Paris Campbell. Stay away from Paris Campbell. Yeah. Just don't do it. Don't take that ride. Stay away from everyone on this team except for Pittman and Taylor. Yep, fair. No one else. Not even Matt Ryan. Not even Matt Ryan. Don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. No. He's getting. He's putting up negative fantasy points That's in rough. most leagues. So That's rough. Just stay away from him. Um, any other overreactions you want to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. Not at this point. Like we're, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens here in week three um, with all of these teams that we just mentioned. Do you think the Dallas Cowboys can figure it out without Dak Prescott? They looked all right, man. Their defense is carrying this team right now. You, it doesn't even matter what the offense says. They can score one touchdown. Micah Parsons looks unbelievable. He, which he is. They had he, six sacks. I know they were against the Bengals with that, that offensive line last week, but they had six sacks last week against the Bengals. And their defense is what won them that game, mm-hmm. which is great. Like Dallas has – are you trying to pick them up right now? No, I know they're, okay. I know they're taking I know they're <laughs> Dallas taking. D is – a good D this year. Um, they did D this week, too. They're going up against the Giants. So. Yeah. I mean, anyone going up against the Giants, stream that D. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, no, I think uh, they look okay. Like, Cooper Rush stepping in, everyone was just like, oh, God, like, count them out. But they won last week, so so we'll see. Uh, do you want to go into our starts of the week? I do want to start. You want to start us off with starts of the week? We want to we, – rather than doing pickups – this week, I know it's Sunday. We're about half an hour away from start from kickoff here. We are. Um, just want to talk about players that you should get in your lineup that have good matchups, um, who might ha- be in a situation where they may be in like a favorable situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to start us off by um, talking about a certain matchup that I like every week, and that is the Detroit Lions. I want to say go ahead and start Jared Goff. Jared Goff, um, especially against the Minnesota Vikings this week. Uh, I think Jared Goff will continue to air it out. I like his receiving core now. Um, Amon Ra, Sam Brown, is an absolute stud. Like He He really is. He's had a touchdown in every single game dating back to last year. He's had a touchdown in eight straight games, I believe. I'm not incorrect. I did not know that. He is an absolute stud. Like, he's broken out. If you have him on your team, you literally have the best value in the league right now mm-hmm. from a draft standpoint. Um, and the man getting him the ball is Jared Goff. Jared Goff continues to look that way. Jared Goff also has seasoned veterans like... Um, you know, they just went out and signed DJ Chark. 
this season. So they have a guy downfield who can stretch the field. Mm-hmm. They have Amon Ra. I mean, like they have DeAndre Swift in the backfield. This team's great, you know, and Jaron Goff is leading that team to actually look pretty decent. Right, so they won last week, and I think you can stream, you can start Jared Goff this week. That is fair. No, yeah, that's that's a good call. Um, one of my uh, pickups of the week here um, is Carson Wentz. If he's available in your leagues, he's mm-hmm. having himself a career year here. I mean, I, I so far, yeah, so far, like we could possibly put this in the overreactions, but um, he's he's looking good. He's putting up the fantasy points too, and he's finding his targets, and he's getting the time to find those targets. Mm-hmm. So definitely pick up Carson Wentz. Another person I want to talk about, um, out of necessity, is Jimmy Garoppolo. Like this, he's—I picked him up because I had Trey Lance, and I wanted the Trey Lance experience this year. And obviously, he went down with an injury, and he's going to be out for the season. He had successful surgery. Um, but Jimmy Garoppolo is a viable fantasy option. He's not, um, you know, he's not going to be winning you weeks, but he's a consistent fantasy option. Um, he's on a team where he doesn't necessarily have the rushing potential of Trey Lance, but he's going to be throwing touchdowns. He came into the game last week. Um, he put up, I think it was 15, maybe 16 fantasy points, and he played three quarters. So I think he's a viable option. And I'm playing him out of necessity because I had Trey Lance. I'm also going to go out and say uh, start a man by the name of Drake London. I thought you were going to say Kenyon Drake, and I w- would have stopped you immediately saying, what <laughs> are say, you talking about? Don't start Kenyon Drake. Do not start Kenyon Drake. Don't own Kenyon Drake. <laughs> don't don't do any. Don't even look at him. Don't even say his name. Block him. <laughs> even if you don't follow him on, on social media, find him. And block him. And block him. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Kenyon Drake can suck an ass, but we're going to go and start Drake London. Drake London. He is an absolute stud. He's a top 10 wide receiver draft pick this year in in real life draft. In real life. Um, and he could potentially be a top 10 draft pick if he continues at the torrid pace. Uh, as he's doing right now, he's a number one wide receiver in Atlanta and seemingly the only wide receiver they have because everything is going through him. Kyle Pitts has had two very quiet weeks so far because Drake London is the man. He's kind of reminding me of the start that Julio Jones had when he was in Atlanta. They're utilizing him the same way. He wasn't drafted fourth overall like Julio was many, many years ago, but he was a top 10 pick similar. Um, He has a talent to back it up. Drake London, if you have him on your team, fucking start him. Start him. Absolutely. Um, another person I want to talk about, um, who you could probably get on the cheap right now, um, in a trade, or he might even be on your waiver wire. And, uh, it pains me to say it, but Alan Lazard. Sit or no, start? Start him. Okay. Start Alan Lazard. He had, uh, a mediocre game last week. Um, he did manage to pull off some pretty great receptions, uh, with on not a lot of targets. But um, <clears throat> he's going to have a good game this week because he's uh, it's his second game healthy. He didn't he was limited in practice this week. But Alan Lazard is one of the main options for Aaron Rodgers on this team. Um, and going into the season, um, had a bit of a hiccup for him because he was injured for Week One. 
but um, Alan Lazard has a lot of promise here, so I'm I'm starting him this week because um, I think he's going to have a good a good week. Yeah, my last start of the week. Um, he, his name is uh, my name is Jeff. <laughs> my name is Jeff. My name Jeff. Yep. Uh, Wilson Jr. Uh, <laughs> just out of what we saw last week, he is the number one RB in San Francisco with the injury to Elijah Mitchell. Um, the team going through Jimmy Garoppolo is now a little bit more balanced where Jimmy actually proves to be a decent thrower and he can throw the ball, um, which kind of eases up the defenses with the run game, which opens up more seams for Jeff Wilson to exploit. Um, I think with him dominating the snaps last week, I think he's going to have a good week this week, um, especially against Denver where they might actually be up for most of the game, considering the way Denver's been playing. Uh, that could bode well for Mr. Uh, my name, Jeff. Mr. My name, Jeff. Yeah. yeah no, that's good. Um, you know what I realized? We didn't do the drop. Well, fancy pickups? Yeah. We're doing fancy starts, though. That's true. We need a new drop. I'm going to F- do the drop anyway. Fantasy so. starts of the week. Fantasy sits <clears throat> of the week now. Uh, just because I like the drop, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Midway through the segment. Midway through the segment. We're, we're good here. Uh, sits, Neil. Who are you sitting? Uh, Justin Herbert. I'm going to sit him. Really? Yeah. I don't... like. This is like um, a week where I don't think he's going to do well. <laughs> I'm going to sit uh, Justin Herbert this week. I don't think he is when, healthy. Well, when will you ever say, I'm going to sit Justin Herbert? I'm going to sit Justin Herbert. Wow. I don't, I don't know how healthy he is. He did practice this week, but... He has broken ribs, mm-hmm. and you need ribs to find power to throw the ball. I Fair. mean, you could do dump-offs all week. Who are they playing this week? Uh, who are they playing this week? I, I think I they've got a favorable matchup here. But, um, but yeah, I'm well. going to say, sorry, I just don't, I do, I don't know what he's going <laughs> to be like with, with broken ribs, and this is actually really, really bad for the rest of season outlook for Justin Herbert because – He's known for someone who can sling the ball deep, and I just don't know how he's going to be able to do that with broken ribs. Like, I mean, he he had like after they kind of like ruled him out of last mm-hmm. week. Like he was on the sidelines, mm-hmm. like after throw, like trying to dump the ball off and being in visible pain, and then he came back into the game and just threw some darts down the field. So I mean, like even yeah, injured- but that was adrenaline, <laughs> and the pain maybe hadn't sit in. We're gonna see how they do um they're against jacksonville today they're both one and one uh i i don't know i i need to see a week if i have an option on my bench like carson wentz like you just mentioned i'm starting carson wentz over justin herbert wow we're in a world now we're in a world (laughs) we're We're in a world carson wentz i would start carson wentz over justin herbert this week wow wow you heard it here first folks um you want to make a bet I don't want to make that bet. No. That I never Carson wanted... Wentz is going to have a better week than Justin Herbert? Yeah, actually, I'll make that bet. Like, fantasy-wise? Fantasy-wise? Yeah, okay, I can make that bet. Even though you just had Carson Wentz as your starter of the week? Yeah, but you're up against Justin Herbert. I, what, do you want to do, what, 20 bucks? No, I can't make that bet. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> I can't. It's just kind oh, of back so to Carson close. Wentz. So I was like, Carson Wentz, I'm going to... Th- 
he's gonna throw for 500 yards and he's probably gonna have like four interceptions like it oh so close to making that bet <laughs> um i have a sit of the week um a person that i actually picked up this past week um off the waivers and that's michael gallup um, he is expected to play Monday Night Football against the Giants. Um, he is uh, he moved up the the rankings here with uh, Amari Cooper leaving, obviously. So he is the wide receiver two on this team. Um, he has a chance to take that wide receiver one role because Ceedee Lamb hasn't had the best start of the season this this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I picked him up to see what happens. So I picked him up to put him on my bench. So he's going to be on my bench for this week. Um, I want to see what happens, especially with Cooper Rush uh, at the helm of this team. Um, I, I want to I want to wait and see on this. He's a bona fide pine rider. Like, he's going to ride that pine. Yeah. He's going to ride the bench until he dies. And, um, you know, if he has a good week this week, I might I might try to trade him for people in our league that are maybe Cowboys fans. That, that want him. I have a, there's a couple people in our league that are Cowboys fans. So if he goes out there and scores two touchdowns and has an amazing fantasy week, I might try and uh, get something out of him. But, nice. um, but yeah, that's my sit. My other sit um, of the week is Josh. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I was going to say, <laughs> just, what are you doing over just, there? <laughs> just like all the top quarterbacks. Um, no, I'm going to go with another quarterback though. And that's Ryan Tannehill. Um, I just don't, think he has it anymore uh he has just looked miserable the last two weeks of the season um it doesn't bode well for anyone including derrick henry henry on that henry? team <laughs> derrick henry <laughs> oh i will take uh, every ryan Tannehill. um i think you're probably going to see malik willis at some point this year mm-hmm. um they drafted him with the idea that he could potentially surplus or supplant the Ryan Tannehill this year, uh, so I don't I you don't know if he's going to take this. the job. He's going to take the job at some point this year. I just don't know if it'll be this week after this week. But Ryan Tannehill just does not look like he has it. He looks lost out there. Yeah, he he definitely does. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry is their game, right? And when Derrick Henry isn't working, their offense isn't working. Uh, no, that's fair. Um, one person I'm going to sit this week. Um, not on my team, but if you have this person on your team, just don't play them. Uh, so that's Justin Fields. Just don't all the quarterbacks this week. Eh? It's it's gross. It's gross out there for for the Chicago Bears. Um, you know how many times he threw the ball last week? Eleven times. Yeah, and they were down. Eleven times he threw the ball. Eleven times. Just let that sink in for a second. They were down most of the game, and he threw the ball eleven times. You can't start anyone on the Chicago offense outside of maybe David Montgomery. Cole Komet has the same amount of fantasy points that I do this year. Yep, same. I'm right up same there with you. You and I, we're we're uh, we're matched with Cole Komet. We're tied with Cole Komet. We also have weeks. the same amount of catches. Yeah, <laughs> as Cole Komet this season. Um, just it's it's our completion rates way higher there. Our catch rate, I mean. Yeah, I haven't dropped the ball yet this season. We haven't we haven't had an incompletion. Nope, I have not. We should be drafted higher than Cole Komet. I, I would be mad if we weren't. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, wait for Justin Fields to to uh, have that good game. Um, and wait for him on your bench. Yeah, um, He's not going out there and putting up the points. Um, he had a lot of promise going into the season. 
but just it's just wait, wait and see with Justin Fields. Just let him let him do his thing out there and wait for him to actually do well because it's, it's I mean where you drafted him it's hard to not not start him, but mm-hmm. there are better options like Carson Wentz or Jared Goff out there that you can for start sure. instead. For yep. sure. All right, we'll see what happens here. Uh, week three uh, has already started with the Cleveland Browns uh, winning. Um, week three Sunday. How do you feel uh, about that? I'm indifferent. I know Mitch Trubisky. We're going to have to just struggle through it, you know, until it's Kenny Pickett How many time. games until Kenny Pickett steps in? I think six. Six? Yeah. I think six weeks. I mean, at the rate they're going, could be earlier. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I think, you know, Mike Tomlin... He's never had a losing season. I don't think he wants one this year. No, he doesn't. I think if Trubisky continues to show that he has nothing, <laughs> which he has so far, um, then it's going to be Kenny Pickett time after week six. He's standing on the sidelines, full jersey, and a helmet on most of the time. Yep. So. Oh, he ready. He ready. He ready. He ready. Uh, that's going to do it for our episode. Thank you so much for listening, as always. Yeah, have a good week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 